Greetings, listeners. This is Termination Shock. This is Big Gay Nerds. Welcome back, everyone, to the final, for now at least, episode of Big Gay Nerds Presents Termination Shock. Um, If you missed the previous two ones, go back and listen to them. There's really no excuse. But basically, we are uh, playing the as-of-yet unreleased game Termination Shock by RPG veteran Greg Stolze, which had a Kickstarter, which is now successfully funded. Woo! And it, we helped. We did it help. Passed, it, it passed the termination shock. Exactly. Woo. Yes. It, it, it was fully funded. Like, not gonna lie, was a little bit nervous about it for a little bit, but it worked out, and now... Um, it, Any it's all good. you can walk away from. Exactly, yeah. Um, now no one has to break my thumbs. Um, <laughs> I still have to break your thumbs. Yeah, that's right. We did have that bet. Damn. Yeah, unrelated, though. Unrelated thumb breaking. Yeah. I shouldn't have said it. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, so we're jumping back into this. Um, if you listen to the last two ones that just went up on our main channel, this should be pretty fresh in your mind however um it has been like almost a month since we did it uh we meant to do this one like three weeks ago but but my... it was Krimbus. Krimbus. yeah it I was it was thing called like christmas it was it's the holidays big. and also like my voice was just demolished by this merry crisis like, mall bug i picked up yeah, so, you were like, you were like, you were, we were worried for a little bit that you were going to be lost to the consumption. Yeah, but yeah. it all worked out. So, yeah, um, you had a real tiny Tim moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but uh, yeah, so it's all good now. But just to refresh everyone's memory, um, I'm Owen. I'm the GM for this, and uh, who is everyone here, and who are they playing? Uh, I guess I'll start first. Hi, I'm Saturn. I'm from the regular cast and also sometimes GM Blades in the Dark. I'm playing Nat, who is the doesn't call themselves leader, but probably is at least oh, absolutely. the figurehead of our daring expedition of, of bringing humanity to a new galaxy and a, def- and a former prison writer. So, you know, that's going on. Um, Why don't you other people say something? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go, well, fine, fine, I will. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Nick. Uh, I'm one of the newbies, and uh, I'm playing Craig, aka the Visitor. Um, I'm never gonna call him Craig. The Visitor is just too good. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm gonna always call him Craig and the Visitor Bad. all the time. Bad. Um, and uh, he he is a a member of the revolution of Nat's revolution. Um, he was an inside man at the prison, but then, you know, stuff went wrong. 
I'm uh, I'm Snapper Car. You might recognize me from Made RPG and all those other weird like middling <laughs> one shots we did. Oh, you're the solid good snake one guy. shots. Yeah, I'm the solid snake guy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's also my birthday tomorrow. Birth. So oh. birth. That was birth. That was my birthday wish was to be on Big Gay Nerds again. Birth. Yay. Um, this is you all I have. Aim higher. Take it away <laughs> from me. Like, this is a great show, but come on, it could have been anything. <laughs> um, I am playing Evanthea Knight, also known as uh, Eva. Uh, she is very strong, um, loves to garden, and is Craig's ex-girlfriend. Because that's just how you roll. Neither I forgot one about, about that. <laughs> you you said those words, and I, like, sitting here, had, like, the mouth agape, like, plot revelation like what <laughs> surprise pikachu.png <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that one yep all right uh that just leaves you oh i see now i have to leave no i'm joking um my <laughs> my name is vanessa um i'm also a newbie and i play um guard x2 whatever i named them uh but better known as x <laughs> X two one two two. Yeah, that. Yep. I keep changing up the numbers, which tells you a lot. <laughs> I definitely don't only remember that because it's showing up in the roll twenty page. Oh, you mean I definitely remembered those numbers by myself. <laughs> ah, and I totally thought to look at the roll twenty page to remember. Yeah, I had them written down, so you know. See, that's what puts big gay nerds a, a cut above everybody else. Is that we care. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can tell us as a professional operator. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> anyway. So your current goal is to equip your spaceship, the Australia, with a faster-than-light drive so that you can get out of the system you're currently in and sharing with most of the other uh, human refugees um, and find like a new world out there just for people. Well, just for people who are you. And <laughs> just us. Those, other species, those, those, those other alien species, they aren't people. Yeah, they don't count. They don't count. They're definitely yeah, not except, people who are buddy. us. Buddy, buddy is good Buddy friend. is great. Buddy oh, counts. Yeah, yeah buddy Buddy's counts. exception. Um, and so uh, the you were able to... Uh, you've been able to get the blueprints and print out material for most of the infrastructure for uh, the simplest form of FTL on the market, which is um, I'm going to hope I pronounce this right um, an Alcubierre drive Ooh. which is actually um, something that has already been hypothetically developed um, back in 1994 by uh, physicist Miguel Alcubierre I, I feel like I should pronounce that different because Miguel's Spanish name, and I'm doing the last name like it's French, but I haven't <laughs> heard it before um, How do you oh, Alcubierre Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, no, you're, you're pretty much, that, I'm pretty sure that's about close enough. Yeah. And um, it's a relatively standard sort of warp drive situation that would let you go faster than light. However, its energy requirements are so absurdly high, it needs a hypothetical material called negative mass. Um, luckily, it's you've discovered that it's not hypothetical out in the larger galaxy. Um, however, it's just very hard to mine because it reacts to gravity the opposite way that normal mass does. So it's out there in huge clumps in, like, 
empty space away from everything else. So it's hard to get. But it runs away from you. So it's gravity. Exactly. Exactly. Um, However, um, Nat's uh, assistant, uh, procurement specialist, whatever, uh, Tama, apparently has a contact on the big space station where all the humans are who knows someone who can get you that stuff. And so you are pulling up to dock with the station to uh, go over and like meet up with this person and figure out what you got to do to get the goods. So, I guess the first question is, um, I think uh, Visitor and Nat are the only ones who have been directly informed of the plan. Um, do you let the others in on this and, I guess, like make a more concrete plan about how you're actually going to go about this? I guess I guess so. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Nat would not be like keep the information close to their chest or anything. But I don't right. know if they necessarily are like think it's something that needs to be planned. Just like, hey, we're gonna go talk to a guy, see what's okay. up. Okay, yeah. Um, are you just um, are you just gonna go the four of you, or do you plan on bringing anyone else from the ship? Oh, we should. Well, oh God, it's, it's been a month. Right? What's what's the guy's name who told me about this? Tama. Tama. We should probably bring Tama, right? Or yeah. send Tama ahead yeah. of us or something like that. I don't know. Alright. He's the guy with the connection, so... Yeah. Yeah, it would be weird if he showed up and Tama wasn't there, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, anything else? Well, you're going to have um, a little while... So actually, let me, uh, let me paint the picture here. Um, the way I see it, um, the Australia is sort of, you know, this very long ship that rotates to create uh, spin gravity. And um, it's, um, because it's mostly designed for, like, hauling, like, a whole lot of cargo around, um, it um, has a means of docking, like, sort of in the front. I think it probably probably the main airlock is like right below the cockpit or something like that like you know a separate hall underneath that um and so it can dock with the station however once it does that it stops rotating and so um the rest of the like the whole ship goes into zero g so you're probably going to have a bunch of people just coming on for like shore leave because you know it's yeah, better than yeah because otherwise, everything floating around in a, in a in a former prison barge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some are staying on just because you know, looking after the stuff or all that, or because they got you know, got to collect all the floating pens and crap. E- exactly. Yeah, but generally, you know, they're pretty good at keeping like a handle on that and keeping like the zero g space relatively tidy. But um, so um, and also because uh, like. You're gonna. You're kind of going into town, as it were. All the other humans are in there. Um, for all you know, all the, uh, for all you know, like all of the non like ex-human humans in the universe are now there. You're not sure exactly like how much damage the robots did back home. So, huh? 
That's that's a, something that you maybe find yourselves thinking about sometimes, and then try to stop thinking about. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I can't catch his existential thoughts. So I have a quick question for one of my fellow players. Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, so I assume since we all meet up at yeah. some point, yeah. does does X share their um, encounter with Nikolai? The episode in Space Racism. Ah. <laughs> uh... Not unless they think it's relevant. Okay. Okay. Because otherwise, uh, um, Eva would pitch to have Nikolai come along. No. For it's, it's a good idea. <laughs> One, we keep him close. Two, we make him feel like he's important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nat just kind of makes a face. <laughs> I mean, would any of us have heard about what happened between those two? Would Buddy have just floated up to one of you and went, X is my best friend well, now. What do you mean? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I, feel, well, I, I mean, feel like we've been in this is in this boat for long enough also that that let's be real, fucking goober dude has probably like had some other shit fit tantrums before. Yeah. And, and I, but, I feel like that's just sort of like I mean like I get trying to be nice, but also like new new Australia's for everyone. But also, I don't really want to spend any personal time with that guy if I can help. <laughs> when Eva suggests it, X's helmet. X doesn't actually say anything. They they just have a giant X on it, just big red. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so another thing uh, related to that incident, actually. Oh. So um, you took uh, quite a bit of social hit points there. as you do. Which is, I think, your lowest like hit point yeah. bar. <laughs> um, in terms of recovering hit points, um, you have two options. Okay. Um, well, actually, you've got you have multiple options, but the first one is, um, well, currently you took four points of exhaustion as opposed to injury. And the thing about exhaustion is that um, it kind of goes away on its own if you have time to rest. So, assuming that you've had some since there's been some time between the docking and that incident, and if you've had time to just, like, go somewhere and center yourself or whatever, I'll allow you to er erase a point of that exhaustion, bringing down to merely three uh, exhaustion. Okay, cool. Um, And you can only do that once per day. However, there's another means of uh, getting back social HP. Um... And that is when you partake. This is a fairly strange and abstract action that can stand for a lot of different things. Rules-wise, it's the way you fix up damage to your own social HP, which could mean making some friends, taking part of, in civil society, hosting a party, volunteering to teach Sunday school, working as an election official, or writing angry blog posts about politics. Cool. Anything that works you into the core of society. It can also mean investing your time, treasure, and efforts into a business or some other form of making the useful out of the useless. So it basically just means in like partaking in society in some form. So, um, and potentially uh, aboard the station would be a good place to do that because there's a whole lot of society there. So, do you have anything in mind that you want to do hmm. with your shore leave? I guess I can. I don't know. Just see kind of what the social life is about over here. Like, do, is there like a bar? Is there not a bar? Is there a library? Hit up some clubs, Oh, X. God. <laughs> yeah. Go to the club with Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. they just stand awkwardly outside the door. All buddy just goes straight on in, just whole hog, just in it. In it to <laughs> win human it. Term is wingman. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I really love that idea. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, would anyone, uh, since you uh, got a little time uh, before this meetup, any of you can like do that or something else so does any i think i already asked you all this but so um, is there anything else you want to go over before we just cut to the station let's see um hmm. i guess uh um should we be worried about any i guess like security thing while we're there do, like are, do we know of any enemies or anything like that is that gonna be like an issue that um we should be, like looking out for Anyone salty um, about the prison riot? Yeah, um... I, I will be honest, this isn't necessarily related, but I like the idea that we're thinking, like, oh, do we need to lock down our ships and then we try to seal our stuff when, like, we live... And, like, we live in a, in a place where that is not necessarily a thing that people do, but we still have human paranoia about our ships. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes, oh, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> the big the thing door. that's been... Es- yeah, I mean, it's definitely a big thing that's been established is that, like... You, you are in a situation where a lot of the things that influence human society, like material scarcity and governments, are not in place. But a lot of the time, people still kind of, their behavior hasn't really adjusted yet. And so they're still acting like some of those things are in place. Um, d- definitely your ship is, like, a big... It's not something people can print out easily, but it's also not something that people could steal easily. And if some people are going to be staying on board, then I don't think that's a big concern. Oh, okay. In terms of your relations to um, other humans, well, none of the aliens seem to care much about the fact that you were prisoners. I bet some of them don't even have the concept of a prison. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um so they were these rooms that they made you stay in. Just writing down notes. And it's that just like fun. sticks. Tell yeah. me, why did they put you in the box? Oh, you don't want to? Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, well, um, just for safety precaution, because he is human, Craig puts a club on the steering wheel of the ship. Massively <laughs> <laughs> oh autopiloted. It is completely useless. probably voice activated. It doesn't God. matter. Yeah. Um, the humans, on the other hand, might be kind of like leery of you because yeah you you bunch of you were prisoners and the ones that weren't prisoners were still kind of from like kind of a backwater compared to mars not that mars was like the front water but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and also the fact that you kind of keep to yourselves compared to the rest probably means you um you maybe have kind of a weird reputation there but i don't know if you have enemies per se so yeah everyone just expects that we're making weird crime plans yeah yeah exactly ah shit there are those space hicks coming on in yeah oh real quick question uh when was the last time we docked actually um let's say it's been like um like a week or so or something like that that sounds reasonable if you've sort of been going back and forth okay that makes sense okay um, then Eve is actually definitely going to come along with X. Okay. Um, yeah, going to come along with X. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> We're having a party at this club. 
<laughs> okay. Um, and uh, one last thing. Um, the artificial gravity on the station is naturally, like, a lot better and more reliable than the one on your ship. Um, the humans have sort of uh, generally settled in areas that are, like, you know, within, like, 0.2G variations from one, you know? Reasonably comfortable. Yeah. Um, those in uh, most humans uh, were from Mars. They maybe, like, still aim a little bit lower than uh, just full-on Earth gravity. Um, but, um, so you're not going to need your stone suits, but do you bring them anyway? No. Not Craig, Craig is very fashionable, so of course he will not okay. just wear a, a stone suit out to a club. <laughs> Eva has been working out enough, um, so she does not. Okay. <laughs> just to be contrary, we, we I'm just going to gonna we say that We have to wear these stone suits for like a week at a time anyway, so I think Nat would take the opportunity to get out of it just for a little bit anyway. Yeah. Uh, what I was, mean, what's X's situation? Oh, X is definitely wearing it. Okay. Because X is awkward and is like, oh yeah, that makes sense, let's just do this. And then it's like <laughs> they're all standing in front of a club and X is like, oh, I may have made an error. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. I will be the designated driver. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you're heading out, and a bunch of others are, like, coming with, but the two... Tama is specifically accompanying you on your business venture, and as you said, you specifically want Buddy to come along (laughs) to the club. Yes? (laughs) It's less that X invited uh, Buddy, and more of Buddy was just like, hello, friend, where are you going? And X was like, uh, (laughs) just pick the place on a map, a club? Ah, I want to come with you. You you do? (laughs) Yes. And then there was just no arguing from that point. The yeah. way I'm seeing, like, the way that we also all just kind of decided, I think that's how we all showed up, too. It's just like, oh, X is going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, like, and X is just like, wait a minute, why are you people following me? What's happening? Yeah. Wait, so you're telling me X elected to go to the club by themselves in a snow <laughs> Listen, X is, X is doing their best. X is like, I heard clubs were fun. Yep. I heard this thing. you never know when someone... Someone might like try to attack them. Oh, exactly. And stone suits do provide armor. Exactly. Yeah. You um, X is most comfortable when they are impervious to all forms of attack. Yeah. <laughs> X looking also at with- the smudged writing on hand. I love to cub. Yeah. Also, uh, now that you bring that up, I know I'm doing just a lot of questions before the actual like stuff happening part. But um, since uh, a lot of you are like. Like, recently escaped prisoners and all that. Well, okay, since one of you is. Um, <laughs> since you're part of this ride and there, there's maybe, like, I- I'm not sure exactly what your, like, paranoia levels are or whatever. Does anyone, like, pack heat? Ooh. I would also I, think I, I feel like Nat does by default. Mm. Alright. I think I think the uh, thing is, though, obviously Nat's firearms are completely non-threatening. <laughs> but, you know... I, it's a comfort object. I think that, um, I think that it, it can, you know, 
I think Avanthea also does by default, but in a different way where she is the weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, Eva, put away those guns of yours, and she just flexes her biceps. Yeah. The rules on the station are kind of weird and lax, and it appears that, like, uh, just carrying a weapon around um, only has social consequences rather than legal ones. Mm -hmm. The aliens might have been kind of touchy when they found out that you, like, had your own little armory set up, even if it wasn't the most advanced stuff. But, um, like, they can't, uh, with the system they have set up, um, they, they can't really stop you from just bringing what you like onto the I like that, so this is like Space Texas. Yeah, uh, the whole situ- uh, there isn't any like government or whatever here. In fact, um, he- uh, perfect apparent- libertarian uh, humans. Humans are a lot more willing to um, just like be a part of governments than a lot of other species. Um, as it turns out, um, but uh, yeah, so uh, great. it's we rescued the nerd race. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, there there is still sort of uh, some peacekeeping on the station, if not law enforcement per se. Okay. It's something you're maybe still kind of sussing out. But anyway, so yes. So is everyone headed to the club then as their first stop? I <laughs> I mean, everyone you I think except for down Nat Australia and style. I think I think if if. Uh... If Craig is coming along, Eva will really try to encourage Nat and Tama to come along. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Craig is uh Craig like looks at Eva and nods and then does not say anything. That's great. That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> like turns All his right. massive shoulders just to the side, walks forward, like Well Nat nothing. is not one to rock the boat, so they will <laughs> go along. All Ironically, right considering. Oh my yeah. god. Just to establish, X only picked the club because that was the first thing they pointed to on a map when Buddy was like, where are you going? <laughs> and was hoping that Buddy wouldn't want to go because it's a club. But now they're here and everyone else is here and they can't back out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, since your ship is so big, um, you've got to find kind of specialized docking space for it. Um, so, um, I think that, like, once you get on the station, um, like, the, the scenery at first is kind of very much, like, warehousey, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a place where shit gets moved around. I think that there may be, like, some, like, giant, like, forklift robots or something like that just on I hand for transporting things. But um, then you start heading towards the uh, human habitant zones and um, things sort of uh, the, the station is very big and weird and there's a lot of aliens there as one would expect. Um, and you know, they all look pretty alien. There are um, th- there's, scavs like buddy who are uh big old like bundles of methane balloons with tentacles dangling off of them um there are preds which are weird little um uh frog cat things with scythes on coming out of them 
Um, there are things that um, look like those um, sort of like jelly sleeves you get like at Chuck E. Cheese's or something. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> where you like, where they like go into themselves, you know? Yeah. Wonder- I love those things. And there are things that sort of look like, what if, what if centipedes were staplers and shit like that? <laughs> and so a lot of, so a lot of weirdness and a lot of like sounds and sights and smells that like accompany their like biology and culture and all that. But when you move into the human area, um, you start to see uh, sort of more familiar sights. Um, like on your ship, people have started to kind of settle in and, um, like, you know, claim their territory uh, with their own uh, decorations and that sort of thing. And this is sort of amplified by the fact that human culture is sort of a novelty. So, um, as you walk through the sort of like, shanty towns that are built up around here um there are a lot of stalls of uh human like artistry work there's one guy who uh has been doing uh wood carvings pretty much since he got here and he's got like this pretty impressive storefront set up and um there's always like a bunch of aliens gather around just to like watch him whittle he's got like these really nice traditional masks and that sort of thing um and um, there isn't a very clear delineation with the w- people just sort of like had first come first serve uh, in terms of like getting their spots. So there isn't a very clear delineation between like um, commercial and uh, what's the word? What's Resident- the word for residential. residential? Yeah, like commercial and residential. A lot of people sort of like you know live out of their shops and that sort of thing. Um, there's um uh, around somewhere you know there is a uh, barista who managed to like get a lot of coffee off world and a lot of their it's pricey enough that she hasn't actually used up all the original stuff um uh she started to like the the thing is that like once you like replicate something then that means that everyone's got access to it so some people are very uh hesitant to give up the value of scarcity of their stuff Ah. so you've got like the one barista there i have a a question actually because barista remind me of it how is it is it a weird thing to the other alien species that humans uh consume alcohol and capsaicin for fun oh um uh maybe to some but um, uh, the, the concept of like putting bad stuff into your body for uh, novel reactions isn't unique to humans. Gotcha. Um, I wasn't sure if it was one of those settings where it's like where they're sort of like making like they're like scoffing and like look at those those weird ape people over there who like love to infect love to put neurotoxins in themselves for some reason yeah so yeah a lot a lot of like your sort of weird cultural uh, some things are novel and some things aren't it depends on the alien species but there are enough aliens out there 
that um, they at least understand things that are like what you do in a lot of cases. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, the club. <laughs> I know exactly what sort of club this is. Because, um, let's see. It's a bike bar. Would... Weird. Weird. <laughs> No bikes, that but would, all right. <laughs> now that I think about it, that would be great. I'm imagining a bunch of people just, like, tearing up, like, this space station just riding their hogs around. <laughs> just fucking up the, like, oxygen be, system entirely. The aliens are just, are just like, oh, look, it's the parade again. <laughs> They're, like, <laughs> whipping chains at people. <laughs> yeah, that's right, motherfuckers. We still use combustion engines. Get with it. <laughs> Be oh, cool fun. and history like us. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> see, I know exactly if someone's going to go through the trouble of making a club in this station, I know exactly what they're going to go for as their hook to get business. Okay. Because there is one human cultural tradition that has really stood out on Gumstring. Um, it could potentially be traced back to. Um, just a couple of enthusiasts but they introduced it to the aliens and the aliens were like oh this is cool show us this and so it's sort of become like the human thing mm -hmm. um and uh takes a certain amount of pride in it um and that is uh karaoke yes fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh no what a horrible so night to have a curse <laughs> so um I think that this club, what would it be called? Um, yeah, I, uh, I feel like I it would just be like karaoke, but horribly bastardized into some sort I, of I was actually alphabet. thinking karaoke, and it would be frog themed. Oh, but that fun. joke only works in human language. Yeah, that is I mean, true. Is it, that, I mean, so is it a club that is for humans, or is it a club to attract aliens to go look at humans? Um, a like, little column A club of gumstring. It's a little of column A, little of column B. Um, it's um, the primary clientele are humans, but also the fact that a lot of humans go there means that like xenophilic aliens are likely to check it out. So it doesn't. Um, however. Um, because it is a club with like a bar and stuff most of the actual like amenities are for humans so if uh if an alien just wanted to like have a good time and get drunk or whatever it is that their biologies do uh they would probably be better off going to one of their own places but yeah like there are some alien clientele and that's that's definitely part of the appeal so or rather like or rather, the appeal is part of the business plan. So maybe it's like, uh, it's like trying to be like um, nostalgic for for like you know what you know what is normal to the human. So it's like you know the Red Rock or whatever because it's all Martians. Yeah. You know? Oh, <laughs> no, that's good. That's that good. good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. I was liking karaoke. Um, I think that <laughs> um, I think the proprietors are still Japanese, but yeah. Um. So yeah, the, uh, if the sign the, says "Red Rock" featuring Caro. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's just like 
There's just like a little frog doodled under the sign. Aww. And yeah, it's the red uh, stuff. That's yeah. cute. And a lot of people don't get it. Um, awesome. <laughs> Even better. I mean, um, it's a joke for three those... people, and all of them run the karaoke bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is space. This is like the first karaoke bar. We can do whatever I we mean, want. I mean, they lived on Mars, and then there's all those like genetically engineered bugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, good there. It's. Um, they managed to secure a uh, relatively uh, large ish space. Um, most of it is like a sort of big room that is like built into the space station, but there's also a certain amount of it that like was like a fabricated material that was like, you know, set up to establish dividers and that sort of thing, sort of establish the shape of the room better. Um, I'm willing to bet that whoever made this place had to sort of like buy the real estate from people who were already there if it's such a big space but um so they maybe have um some sort of system where they were compensated uh with the proceeds from all this but yeah um it is they've done a surprisingly decent job of replicating a classic human karaoke bar which well club um which I don't think any of you would have seen because you lived on a penal colony, but that's what it is. Um, uh, right now you are, um, I would say that it's close to the, um, it's simulated evening as it were. Mm. Um, so there's, uh, plenty of people around, um, some aliens as well, and, um, I think that there is currently someone up at the mic singing, oh, what would it be? There were a Something bunch of- Something from this year as a, as a goof on it being a good old oldie. <laughs> Um, they're singing Despacito. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. They're singing Despacito. Thank God. Um, it's singing by... as well as people do now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was is not a Spanish speaker who is singing. <laughs> oh, even better. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, the thing about the like karaoke um, like catalogs is that they didn't really have any karaoke machines. They just made them and then cobbled together playlists from what like people had. So it's pretty eclectic. Um, Best part is the selection's probably great because you don't have to worry about paying off rights holders. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to just stick to like Baba Black Sheep and Awe Maria. <laughs> All those immortal bastards are being killed by robots right now. <laughs> Suckers. Um, that's my favorite mystery science theater gag. Anyway, um, uh, so and there's you know places to get. There's a bar where you get drinks, and there's, like, spaces to mingle. It's kind of, like, dimly lit. What do you all do? Um, so, the visitor, Craig, oh. steps mm-hmm. through the door and sort of, like, dusts off, because, you know, it's a human settlement, so there's dust. Um, yeah. dusts off his spider silk shirt. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And kind of, like, you know, pops the collar up a little bit. Not like a pop collar, but just, like, kind of fluffs it. And mm-hmm. so, uh-huh. out it says out loud in front of everybody oh, that. <laughs> mm-hmm. that 
the visitor has logged on. Oh. <laughs> Matt turns and walks out the door. My God. <laughs> Bad. Eva, Eva breezes past Craig and uh, goes to the bar to go make friends. And um, if I am reading these rules correctly and there's no place that actually has it because the game hasn't been released yet, I believe I can spend social HP exhaustion to make friends. Um... So While you were trying to figure this out, I just have to say, because the first thing in my head, it's such a missed opportunity that New Australia isn't just called the Satellite of Love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've had like we've had like three different good <laughs> ship name ideas. Um, no, uh, when we get our fleet. We'll just have them all. Yeah, perfect. I could also just buy something if you would rather me do that. Yeah, um, I the, more- yeah, I think if I'm reading this right, uh. When it says you burn it to buy stuff, that literally means, like, stuff. But before that, it says you can use it to get friends or burn it to buy stuff. But that's yeah, fine. I, I will... I, the thing is, I don't know where the use it I, to get friends I, I feel is. like use it to get friends might be a euphemism for, like, doing the action to recover social HP. Mm. Yeah. Because when you make friends, it's like you're you're increasing your social oh okay HP. no that makes sense yeah 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 that 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 is it yes you know what eva's eva's just gonna put her name on and go go get ready to perform okay now we're, um, now snapper i do have to ask are you saying that eva was going to go make friends because craig wasn't or <laughs> oh, yes God, you're coming to pettiness. Oh. oh boy yes X just okay, has the so... word yikes flash across the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so e- Eva's go- Eva wants to sing then? Yes. Okay. Um let let's see. Uh does anyone else have immediate trajectories? Um Craig goes to the bar. Okay. Um there's the bartender. His name is let me uh Kaiba. Um Kaiba. Yeah, he's got um sorry. <laughs> uh, uh his uh, selection on tap is um let me think. I think um it's there's some decent stuff, but I think Nat also sits at the bar by the way, but like uh, maybe a seat or two away to maintain deniability. Right, yeah. <laughs> Got to make room for all the for all the lovely people that Craig's <laughs> going to be meeting. So, as a guy yeah. who doesn't know too much about bartending and also doesn't too much know too much about like post scarcity society and what people would have available and all that, I'm going to say that there is just a decent selection of drinks. There's like some beer, some sake, um, maybe even some. I, I don't think they've synthesized wine yet. I think that's something that people are, like, jealously guarding. Um, but um, there's stuff you can get, and um, since it's kind of a barter system, I'm willing to say that you probably have, like, stuff on hand you can probably, like, quickly trade for. Oh, um, if that's the case, then Eva will silently, actually, she has a sling bag, and mm-hmm. I was planning on mentioning this, but I never got the chance. Uh-huh. Uh, she take, She busts out her sling bag, and um pulls out huge fronds of aloe plants oh that she had freshly cut and just hands one to each of them okay yeah you can definitely use that to get drinks so oh, nice yeah, yeah um, 
Well, Craig immediately, the visitor immediately hands over the album <laughs> plan because, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Drunk. He's yeah. logged on, you know? He doesn't have time for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that, let's see, for the other two, um, Buddy isn't eating or drinking anything because um, I think that, like, scav idea of, um, like, recreational consumption is like y'all heard of um what that new craze called uh high meat what no what the hell is high um, meat nat just does like the drew scanlon blank which it i think is. they've already done once in this session <laughs> or it is meat that's been uh, strategically allowed to rot and ferment oh. and rich people like it oh um mm. it's it is horrible but it's normal for scavs because that's just that's what they like traditionally eat really okay. so it's a has I mean, a smelch if you will yeah and obviously they don't serve that here so um i think that buddy is um sort of um drifting around and um like uh, definitely listening very intently to the song and i think that um I think the Tama is also going to, like, just grab a drink. He's going to get, like, a, um... I think uh, one of the easiest things to get is something that is, like, very close to, um... Like, Martian moonshine or something like that. And they have access to more, but some people are just, like, too familiar with it. So, uh, they, they wind up, like, just synthesizing it for its own sake, too. So... He's going to get some of that. I think Nat is also getting that. <laughs> nice. I was thinking, what kind of liquor would reasonably be available for, like, replication? I'm like, yeah, just moonshine. Really, just yeah. moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything unaged that doesn't require, like, sugar cane. Yeah. Alright, um... And so, yeah, Eva, you're probably going to be waiting a little bit before you can get up and perform. Um, X, what do you have in mind for, uh, like, can I, I think just like sort of being here and mingling or doing whatever will can count as partaking, but you've got to tell me how you do it. Well, as I said, X just kind of pointed to a spot on a map, and now um, they are seeing the full, uh, um, and to their mistakes and their choices. So they're just kind of, you know, watching uh, Eva and uh, the visitor do their, uh, their little petty thing. And uh, <laughs> watching Buddy just really intently needing to listen to the famous pop, uh, pop band Evanescence sing. Um, <laughs> just really feeling that. Just feeling it in their soul. And... Um, so X is going to try to be uh, the human being they're supposed to be and just kind of like mingle a little on the floor. They can dance. That's the thing. They actually can dance, but they're choosing not to. So they're just kind of standing there towards the edge and just bopping their head <laughs> to the beat. Yeah. Eva, Eva is definitely dancing while waiting, by the way, and is definitely dancing near X. <laughs> not saying anything, just dancing near X. I think X will definitely get like a little like attention just because the novelty of your whole setup. <laughs> yeah. Like they, a lot of people probably here probably don't even like make the like prison guard connection. Um 
they just they just think you've got like this like funky like <laughs> Daft Punk setup. Um, and you know what? Just because um, you said the Daft Punk thing, now I'm just imagining on the helmet. It's just the sound waves of the song. Just boop 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 boop. As it oh, goes. that's nice. Yeah. I think that you got yeah, um, visualized was installed yep. on your face mask. I'm, I, I'm, I'm definitely they imagining absolutely that, did that Alex Alex calls X uh, Daft Punk as a nickname. <laughs> they definitely do that. Uh, yeah. Rude. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Th- th- I think that'll definitely actually get some people like showing up and like complimenting your. Ge- I think someone like maybe hands you like a drink to see if you can. <laughs> <laughs> X just um, does that one vine where it's like that person's like a guy who likes music, but it's like I love drinking. I love. Drinking. Yeah. How does this, the straw go here? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, this isn't liquid. Ah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So um. So um, make a roll because uh, you already healed. Um, so the target number for this is based on your current number of undamaged social hit points, which is four, I believe. I since think you so. just healed one. Yes. Okay. So you're trying to roll higher than a ten. So roll that. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see how that goes. Hey. Yeah, that's a twelve. Nice. And um, yeah, there's. Uh, uh, let's see. You rolled the lowest with your runt die, which for you is... I don't know how much that is. What's your, what's your runt uh, die? I actually think... <laughs> sorry. Social. The, sorry, the runt, the runt die is the, like... The runt die is the one that's lowest. That was the tautology I just said. But, like, what, which is your D6? Uh, I think it's energy. Oh, energy. Oh, yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah, yeah that actually makes sense, because uh, you did this with gravity and harmony. <laughs> so, you weren't phased by people who might have, like... You, you weren't faced by potentially embarrassing situation um and uh you were like being harmonious and like blending in with the <laughs> whole like vibe of things as awkward as as awkward as you were you did pull it off and so nice. you recover to exhaustion nice. from your social hit points so hey you're feeling pretty good you were feeling kind of down about um the way nikolai was able to just like dig into you that you had no defense like in front of everyone else but like it turns out that if you're able to step away from the expectations of your uniform then uh you can actually you can you can be liked i guess just dance it'll be okay (laughs) (laughs) um and so yeah i think at this point let's see what eva has in store the person who was singing evanescence um sits there it's down um your number comes up um and so you are ushered up onto the stage um i think that the let me think i think that the machine is mostly just like a microphone connected to someone's ansible um, oh, nice. nice but like a good one and it's got this holographic projection with like a list of songs that you can um like you know cross-reference by various uh you know qualifiers factors keywords i, I don't know i don't know why i'm weird with words right I'm, now i'm hoping for something classical i'm thinking like drake jr god oh, <laughs> so um so yeah, what what is so, eva's jam 
So, um, I'm going to ask a question. Can I get any uh, pluses to this role if I sing a couple bars from the song? <laughs> um, there is not a stunt mechanic in this system. But is there a mechanic in this podcast? Please sing it anyway. If this, if this was exalted, then yes, certainly. But... I think this. I think it just. I, I'm just going to give you podcast points for that. One. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll take. I'll take podcast points. So, uh, Eva selects her song. Um, gets set up. She looks a bit nervous. She bounces so in place a little bit to get herself piped up. Uh, does a little. Does like a few punches in the air. Um, <laughs> oh, she's as, it, as I think there's starts. like maybe a wolf whistle or two because you've got impressive punches. Nice. <laughs> Um, she points at the crowd and then leads down to her microphone and, uh, sings lowly. Um, what a Oh thrill. my god! Oh, like, <laughs> nope, I have to quit the podcast god. now. Mind through <laughs> darkness and <laughs> silence in the night. Can I, like, classic someone song. from the podcast? <laughs> so, I have some good news. I'll be taking over Maid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm searching and I'll melt into you. I have some bad news. My computer just crashed. So, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Frill in my heart. I have some good news again. I just uh, so put an internet supreme. hitman on speed dial. So, <laughs> so yeah. While uh, this is all going on, Craig has his arms folded, but also <laughs> one tier. Well, let's, um, let's one see. Let's tier. see. I, the, I, I, yeah. wish, I wish Elder Millennial was with us so they could just like salute. Just yeah, Alex one is actually of that Russian guy playing the yeah, end of MGS three. Alex just is actually that saluting. Russian guy secretly. <laughs> um, so let's see how Eva does. Yeah, roll it. Oh, shit. Not great. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I like oh, to think God. not doing great might be a consequence of whoever runs Sparshing. That's Metal Gear. <laughs> I played that video game. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Why are you singing yeah, the I... Grandpa video game song? Oh my God! Yeah. Um, I think I think that yeah I think that someone um <laughs> is like someone who got their hands on like some emulators or something like that back on Mars or whatever. But that's is, illegal. <laughs> There's no is, crime in, like, in this land of contrasts. Is going to like for one I think that people are really thrown off by the like slow tempo following up here. Um, and it's entirely possible that, like, not just as a matter of circumstance, but, like, because, like, maybe you missed some beats or something like that. Oh, no. Um, uh, once, once she's called out, since her gravity actually failed, she definitely starts getting nervous. Aww, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. You, you have, you're throwing yourself into it, but, oh, yeah. Man. Um, uh, yeah, so, let's see, um... First off, you don't have any fail safes for gravity, do you? Nope. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so since the champ results are six or less, um, take the runt die, which is one as injury to your social hit points. So um, mark that as an X. Um, and it basically means you know how your goal here was to like make friends now like basically your public opinion has just taken a hit you've made enemies <laughs> you people in the future don't like metal gear <laughs> you are 
ever since the actual like AI uprising happened, it kind of yeah, you know what? Kind of yeah, Peace Walker sense. is a deeply unpopular video game. <laughs> oh, now it is. It has oh, become you, unpopular. I'm gonna come over there, Owen. You're gonna shit talk my favorite PSP game of all time. I'm holding a pair of scissors right now. If you want, <laughs> Mister. Okay. Um. So yeah, you are now snake eater girl unfortunately <laughs> um because you have um if you had like filled up your social hit point bar with stuff there would potentially be like even worse consequences um but for now you just get you just get booed off Sp- the result for six or less is actually explicitly get off the stage you bum which is not said verbatim but in spirit Whoa. so you do not you do not get to uh, sing the entire ladder climb's worth. Damn, that's the best part. <laughs> um, do you? Do the rest of you like decide to get out after that happens? <laughs> I know. I know. Eva is definitely just gonna actually just leave the club and like sit outside. Oh, Um, Craig coolly stays in. Just for a little bit and then leave. Okay. Can't look like he's leaving after that because then they'd be associated and the visitor has better social currency at this point. Nat waits a little longer to avoid being associated with the visitor. (laughs) (laughs) But then also leaves eventually. Um, Yeah. um... I think X, since they weren't able to drink that drink, probably just goes out there to where Eva is. It's like, here, you, you seem like you need this. Just a little bit. Eva's gonna chug it. <laughs> <laughs> Shotgun it. Yep. Is Buddy still in there? Um, I think Buddy will probably follow the group um, when it leaves. Okay. Um, however... Do you want to bring Buddy to whatever this deal is? Absolutely not. No. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy's just like quietly falling along and X just turns around, crosses their arms into an X, puts a big red X on the helmet. It's just Buddy. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that um, when you do that, Buddy's definitely going to uh, pause and uh, ask, I apologize. Is this some manner of engagement that is human exclusive? Um. X just kind of looks at them like, is it? Oh, no. I think Nat just, like... Nat just looks at Tama like, is it? Eva, like, sucks down her embarrassment from before and uh, gently touches one of the <laughs> gas balls and says, I think it's, I think it's more uh, leader exclusive. Um, so no offense to you, but this is something that the the main people of the ship should be handling, buddy. Mm, okay. Um, that makes just... a little, makes kind of a yikes face of that wording, but... Yeah, let me, um, it, I think that that's going to, um, okay, so yeah, uh, you roll and then buddy will roll. And I have Buddy's stats right on hand. It was really, it was really easy to make all the NPC stats because there's only like three potential variations. Oh, that must be nice. Oh my god! Did Buddy roll super? No, or not super bad. Yet, but is Buddy uh, unstoppable? But Snapper, what did you roll? Uh, let's see. 
Oh, sorry. I, I, I read, um, I read your last rolls, the new one. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So you rolled a 12. That's good. Um, and you don't have any, like, exploits that tie into that? Well, actually, you don't know if you succeeded yet, so. Yeah. Also, I don't, um, have exploits because my energy die failed. Oh! Harmony. We got an exact match. What happens here? They have to fight to the death. It's really sad. It just goes one moment to, oh, I can't come along, to, I will kill you. It's very dramatic. Um, it's a part of, huh. it's a part during the competition craft episodes where it's like, now one of you has to go number, home. So yep. I think I fail. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, you got an exact match. You did not roll higher than Buddy. So what was your buddy, D8? Uh, sorry, I was I was asking what uh what uh thirty eight was because that's what they that's their their run die. Ow, oh, energy. Um, so yeah. So I guess you weren't able to put enough oomph behind that argument. Um, but um, so um, at that buddy, like their body language obviously is not analogous to yours at all but it's sort of like you can tell sort of tenses up a little bit and says um i was not aware that there was such a formal hierarchy in place aboard the australia i believe that unless there is some reason why i it would be improper or culturally insensitive for me to attend. I'm not sure what the issue is. Does anyone else want to uh, step in and try to make a case? Nope. I think Craig That's will. like, you know what, we're anarchists. Craig. Okay, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you no, can come Craig. along if you want, I guess. Uh, Don't know. Well, Craig, uh, if Craig wants to say something, Buddy actually seems to like you the best of wow. the group. So. It's true. Um, uh, it's because you've got that artistic soul, I think. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, uh, the visitor steps forward. <laughs> He's I hate this. Still logged on. Um, I hate that. He, uh, I hate it. <laughs> God, I hate it. He pulls out. You know, me uh, broke your promise to never call him Craig. By the way. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh no. Well, I guess but, I have to quit. <laughs> no, um, so, uh, so yeah, he pulls out a, a small silver uh, cylindrical device, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe on Mars was called a. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of a cool future thing for just a vape. Oh, no. <laughs> a jewel. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, it's gotta be space age, so it's like, uh... Smoke jewel. Jewel it's 2. Like a, jewel 2. <laughs> but let's be real, this is like 2080, it's jewel 5 by this point. Oh, sure. He, he's gonna call it a, uh, an exo pump. Oh, bad. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, he he lights it up, which you know is yeah. just a button. Yeah, um, and and s- to make himself look cool, he goes, "Ah, oh, buddy, it's listen. This is f- it's not that we're in charge. It's just that we have certain responsibilities to the ship that others don't. So we're going to take care of it, so you can have fun elsewhere." All right. <laughs> huh. 
that sounds um th- that sounds like a decent angle. Go ahead and roll that. Okay. Please don't fail. That's a pretty good one. That's a thirteen. Um. And that's an eight. Nice. All right. So um, but he could decide to take um social hit points um to resisting you instead um they're just going to uh i i think instead they'll they're satisfied that's realizing they're not being slighted um or at least understanding that you care enough to try to not slight them they will um sort of make a gesture that's adjacent to a nod they don't have a head um but they sort of Exactly, yeah. They do a little something that you've come to recognize as analogous to that, and say, understood, I will be here until you decide to head back to the ship. Alright, hey, uh, you want to hit on my exopump? Oh my god, please. No, thank you. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I don't know if you have a mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I have several, but... I have yet to verify whether the chemical composition could be deleterious to my health. Ah, uh, sorry, I won't do... I, I, <laughs> ooh, he starts waving the cloud away. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, we'll see you later, buddy. It, you know, Think waves you off. It yeah. has figured out... Uh, buddy has figured out what waving is. So Great. Proud waves you, to you as you leave. So, yeah. Nat waves back. Yeah. Um... So, um... The visitor offers a hit to everybody else. Of no, absolutely not. <laughs> nope. What's the flavor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the flavor, Nick? Coca-Cola. This is actually what... So, that's actually... That juice is what they... The closest synthesis they have to Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> So Coke actually just tastes a little bit off oh, no. in space because they haven't gotten the real thing yet. No, oh it's, either, it's either that or like a replication of Publix generic brand cola. Good. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Dr. Publix. Just, let me just take a hit of this Moxie vape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that's the, what the I'm The one that about. instantly gives you lung cancer because it's Moxie. <laughs> Alright, so, um, you follow, uh, you're now following Tama, who is leading you to the meetup point. It's, um, uh, you sort of wind up going down this, like, elevator thing, so you're, um, still pretty close to the human section. However, um, since you're heading, um, hubward, as it were, gravity's getting a little bit heavier. Um, it's nothing that like humans can't operate in, but it's definitely um, it's a little bit more than Earth, and which is a lot more than Ceres. So it's probably a little bit awkward for all of you, especially the one who's still in a stone suit. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> protection. You go back to the ship or something, pal. He was enjoying it. You look kind of uncomfortable, and I can tell through your mask. I just realized I did not ask um, whether or not you turned off your stone suit 
for the partaking. <laughs> However, since it wouldn't have since it wouldn't have been a problem, and I didn't apply any penalties, um, I think it's think it's fair to say that you did. Like, yeah, you needed to loosen up your joints a little bit to properly bop around. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so um, Thomas leading the way, and he turns to the rest of you and says, Now, the fella I found out about this through, Ned, he's got a boss who apparently has access to some of this negative mass mining. And he sort of, like, fidgets a little bit and says, Everything is over the board, mm-hmm. or whatever that means in space. But Ned himself is kind of a rough guy. You know, we're rough people. So just sort of be on the lookout, I suppose. Aye. Alright. Um, uh, you get down to the lower level and it is like a little trickier walking around and um you walk up to this door I think Tom will knock on it um human answers it looks him over looks at the rest they probably have a bit of exchange he waves you in you walk in and um it is sort of um it looks like a place where people have been storing things. Um, it's uh, it's not so much like a warehouse so much as it is like a very large supply closet, more or less. And there's also like some chairs and stuff. So apparently people are used to like hanging out there. There is um, a human, presumably named Ned, who is this... Um, sort of uh, muscular and pale um, and another one who uh, is a um, Chinese lady with a, um, some rather impressive tattoos and um, perched in the center of the room is a pred and um, okay. now to review preds are um they're as i've said before they're one of the species that was most active in the evacuation of humans from mars um they are um pretty smallish the size of like maybe a dog or a cat or something like a smallish dog or a largish cat i guess is the way to put it um and uh their body structure is sort of like if you took, like, a kangaroo and um, removed everything except just the torso and legs. Oh. And on the front where the neck and the head would be is just a mouth surrounded by a bunch of, like, little fingery mandibles, mm. mandibles that they use to manipulate things. And um, three eyes. Um, they're they have two sort of like vaguely armish limbs. One coming off the top, one coming off the bottom. The one off the top 
terminates in sort of like this horseshoe shape, and you've come to know that this is a spinneret. Oh. And um, the one on the bottom has this uh, big old uh, bone scythe, basically. Um, a the thing about preds you've learned is that um they have a very strong fight instinct. So if you like antagonize one or even like bump up against it too hard, they will. The arm has its own brain. Is the thing, ah. and they'll they'll come at you if you get too nasty with them and so a lot of the times if they're just sort of around they keep like uh they keep sort of this like plastic sheath around it you know just to prevent like things getting especially bad when that happens mm-hmm. and um yeah this one doesn't have that oh, oh not nice um the other two things you notice about it are one um it's maybe not something you even, like, thought about much with Preds before you saw this one, but, like, most of them have a significant degree of scarring, like, especially around the front. Um, and this one doesn't. The only thing uh, notable... It's, it's like, it's very smooth. Um, however, its rightmost eye is visibly artificial. Hmm. And, um rough indeed yeah um so it um sort of bows to you and with its ansible which is um sort of a uh loop it has around one of its uh four prongs it says greetings i understand that you are in the market for some negative mass. Nat also uh, turns on their little Ansible translator. Just, yes, we are. Um, it's sort of like, a d- it nods, which is sort of interesting to see because it doesn't, you know, have a, ned or, a head or neck, so it just kind of bobs in place. Um I have connections to a mining operation that gathers negative mass for propulsion systems like the one I understand you to have. I am willing to give you a portion sufficient enough to power multiple extrastellar excursions. However, in exchange for this, I am interested in your services. What kind of services are you interested in? No, it's yeah. fine. We can offer up Craig's body. We know that's what they want. No. <laughs> I get it. He wants me to kill someone. I know how it is. Don't kill Craig. I mean, uh, no, I, I, I never. <laughs> never. Never. Are you sharpening the knife? What? Murder? I've never. What's that word? <laughs> um, we just want you to move some boxes around. <laughs> I understand your species has opposable thumbs. <laughs> okay, um, as I understand it, your social group came from a human facility where individuals who 
acted against the established human governments were imprisoned against their will. Is this correct? Yes. And you were able to use cunning and force to liberate yourselves. Yes. (laughs) I find these traits admirable. I don't know if that man has a response to that. <laughs> Thank you. It's just sort of like a, a understanding nod, I guess. Gumstring Station may appear to be an entirely free and welcoming environment for all species, but there are elements of it that are not dissimilar from this penal system that you suffered under. As in a prison, there are wardens, and it sort of gestures, and one of the human sort of steps forward, they've got, like, a pretty nice-looking ansible, and they just, like, make a quick gesture at it, and it does this holographic projection of what sort of looks like a diving bell, Um, but obviously much more high-tech. It appears to be hovering in the video. And you actually, uh, you've seen these things around. They're not common on the station, but you've definitely, like, seen them before, and they don't seem to, like, dawdle in places. They always seem to be, like, zipping about. Um, most Most of them are about the size of a human head. Oh, potential hats. Yeah. Um... And so the pred goes on to say, This is an automated security drone installed on the station at some previous date in an attempt to establish a control over what individuals can and cannot do. Most of the time, they don't really bother the citizenry of Gumstring Station. However, when they detect behavior that is prohibited by their programming, they will step in and sometimes intervene very violently. For individuals such as myself, who have significant business investments, I do not appreciate this degree of constriction, having to constantly watch out for these. It pauses and uh, then continues. I understand that humans refer to them as a being from your mythology known as Robocop. Um, (laughs) These Robocops stepping in and enforcing laws established not for the good of the individuals, but for some Byzantine system imposed by an outside force. As I am unable to change their minds with my words, what I need is a mean to change their minds more directly. I have found a way if an individual 
could be distracted for long enough that uh, a skilled use of digital language would be able to interface with them and, by extension, their hive mind, establishing a back door that I would later be able to use and diffuse hostile action, potentially saving lives in the process. Nat just sort of looks at the visitor. Yeah. <laughs> the visitor like, sounds oh, like sorry. sounds like you're kinda go- sounds like your game, huh? Uh Craig laughs. <laughs> and then leans in, leans into the ansible as if it were a microphone. Oh my god. Uh-huh. And, and says the visitor has logged on bad. again. Oh. <laughs> That's bad. Um, so is um, Thomas just sort of been like sitting to the side, sort of like glancing back and forth. Um, the rest of you, what do you like? Nat seems Nat and Craig seem on board with the deal. Nat's an anarchist. Fuck the cops. Yeah. yeah. Um, the rest of you, what do you think about this? Well, X isn't saying anything, but they're definitely, like, their helmet is curiously blank. Alright. And Eva? Uh, Eva just crosses her arms and, like, nods silently. Uh, Looks like she's probably gonna go along with it, just because she's feeling pretty demoralized right now. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Eva's had a bad night. Alright, um thriving <laughs> that's one word um, for it <laughs> <laughs> I am pleased by this though it should only require one individual to establish this link if things go south it would be advisable to have backup on hand it, as the in as the drone would likely react violently if it realized what was occurring. I mean, yeah, that I seems reasonable. I wouldn't have anybody else but these people back me up, so... Oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> it sounds like... It sounds like we have an arrangement. You perform this task for me, and then in exchange I will have the negative mass ferried to your vessel? It's done deal. Excellent. And it uh, sort of like gestures with its uh, sort of horseshoe limb at Ned who steps forward and uh, extends his hand and the Pred says, I understand that the clasping of manipulators in your culture is used to signify the sanctity of a business arrangement. I have no such limbs capable of this action, and so please consider Ned here to be my proxy. (laughs) Nat Nat, uh, shakes Ned's hand. Then we have a deal. And that's when the bomb collars are placed around our neck. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Ned's got Ned's got Nat's arm like in the handshake, and just with their other hand, they put on one of the fucking zero escape watches. <laughs> God, now this uh, is filled with a deadly neurotoxin. <laughs> if the sanctity of the human social contract 
is as steadfast as I have matured, then our relationship should be most beneficial. What could happen next? We don't know, because this is a system where the outcomes of action are determined by rolling a bunch of dice. Um, one thing we do know is that we've all had a lot of fun playing Termination Shock, and we're very glad that it's like it's going to happen, <laughs> rather than being one of those tragic Kickstarter RPG stories. Mm-hmm. No, this one um, isn't a tragedy, it's... Uh, whatever the opposite of a tragedy is. A comedy! Oh, wait. It's a, it's a rom-com. A glad um, <laughs> You know, you know that, that legend of Acrius flavor text? It's like a hero wanted to possess the sun, and so he did, and then he became yeah. emperor. That's kind of the story of this Kickstarter. Yeah. They set out to kickstart um, the game, and then they did it, and now the game's gonna come out. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, because the Kickstarter campaign has ended, um, I can't tell you where to get it yet, but it will be coming out, and um, it. I know I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what like the full book is because we've had a lot of fun with just like the preview version, but mm-hmm. that doesn't that like very visibly has some stuff missing from it. So I'm very interested to see what it'd be like to like return to this with uh, the full thing later. But, and if you live in the far-off future of 2080, you can buy the fourth edition of Termination Shot from your first <laughs> mega Amazon. Exactly. Um, and uh, I want to thank, uh, obviously, Greg Stolze for making this and letting us in on it. I want to thank all our players for getting in on this, especially the newbies. Aw, shucks. Aww. Hell yeah. <laughs> thank and, you for running. <laughs> thank you. And, uh, I also want to thank our Patreon supporters, including Alexander Messick, Dave Camp, Frank L., Heather Connolly, Jack Toops, John the Book Hoarder, Jarnope, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, Trashime, and Zach Fitzpatrick. If you want to hear your name at the end of our episodes, well, not every episode, but the end of some episodes, um, go go to our Patreon, and everyone who uh, donates $5 or more a month, uh, we make sure to shout them out at the end of every handful of episodes. It's a system we're still trying to iron out. I think we should be doing it more often. Um, and one last thing, uh, the music you heard at the start of this, and the music you're about to hear is uh, The Planet Suite by Gustav Holst, um, performed by the Skidmore College Orchestra and um, obtained on the Muse Open uh, public domain uh, music website, which is very nice. Good Um, job, Skidmore College. You sound like the setting of a Monster Hearts game. (laughs) (laughs) And um, until next time, everyone out there, stay big, gay, and nerdy. Always. Always.